Hello, my name is Craig Kelly, and this is Common Prayer. Well, thank you for joining me here for this Monday morning prayer edition as we continue our journey through the Anglican devotion practice of the daily office. This liturgy of morning prayer and evening prayer spoken every day. And not only is it a new week that we are in, but we are in a whole new uh, liturgical season, a whole new church year as a matter of fact. We are no longer in the Pentecost season, but we are now in Advent. The start of a new liturgical year and the start of our time of anticipation and preparation uh, for the coming of Christ at Christmas. So, as we prepare to uh, begin morning prayer this morning, I just encourage you in this busy time to just take time out to prepare your hearts for Christ's coming at Christmas and his return in glory when he is coming again. This is another thing in Advent that we are looking forward to is the ultimate revelation of Christ as he comes back as King of Kings and Lord of Lords. So, we are going to be reading out of the Book of Common Prayer, published in 2019 by the Anglican Church in North America. Uh, that church's website is anglicanchurch.net. If you want to read along with the service, if you were to click on the More tab, click on Resources on the main page, scroll down, look for Book of Common Prayer. When you click on that, there will be links to the different services in the prayer book, including morning prayer. You can also go to dailyoffice2019.com, and that will have the entire morning prayer service from beginning to end, all on one page, complete with the readings and prayers for the day. So it's a good resource as well. However you choose to participate, even if it's just praying with me, thank you again for joining me here this morning. Let's take a moment to quiet our hearts and prepare for worship. Okay, so again, this is morning prayer for Monday, December 4th, 2023. This is the Monday after the first Sunday in Advent, as I mentioned before. And let's begin with an opening sentence from Scripture. In the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Dearly beloved, the scriptures teach us to acknowledge our many sins and offenses, not concealing them from our Heavenly Father, but confessing them with humble and obedient hearts, that we may obtain forgiveness by His infinite goodness and mercy. We ought at all times humbly to acknowledge our sins before Almighty God but especially when we come together in his presence to give thanks for the great benefits we have received at his hands, to declare his most worthy praise, to hear his holy word, and to ask for ourselves and on behalf of others those things which are necessary for our life and our salvation. Therefore, draw near with me to the throne of heavenly grace. Let us humbly confess our sins as we pray together. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. 
We have offended against your holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done. And we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And apart from your grace there is no health in us. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Spare all those who confess their faults. Restore all those who are penitent, according to your promises declared to all people in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may now live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of your holy name. Amen. Grant to your faithful people, merciful Lord, pardon and peace, that we may be cleansed from all our sins and serve you with a quiet mind. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Let us say together the Venite. It will begin and end with an antiphon with the response of, O come, let us adore him. Our King and Savior now draws near. O come, let us adore him. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the depths of the earth, and the heights of the hills are his also. The sea is his, for he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness, when your fathers tested me, and put me to the proof, though they had seen my works. Forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, It is a people that err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways, of whom I swore in my wrath, that they should not enter into my rest. Our King and Savior now draws near. O come, let us adore him. The Psalms appointed for this morning prayer for the fourth day of the month begin with Psalm 19. The heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament shows his handiwork. One day speaks to another, and one night gives knowledge to another. There is neither speech nor language, and their voices are not heard, but their sound has gone out into all lands, and their words to the ends of the world. In them he has set a tent for the sun, which comes forth as a bridegroom out of his chamber, and rejoices like a strong man to run his course. It goes forth from the uttermost parts of the heavens, and runs about to the end of it again, and there is nothing hidden from its heat. The law of the Lord is perfect, reviving the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, and gives wisdom to the simple. The statutes of the Lord are right, and rejoice the heart. 
The commandment of the Lord is pure and gives light to the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean and endures forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, even much fine gold, sweeter also than honey, than the drippings from the honeycomb. Moreover, by them is your servant taught, and in keeping them there is great reward. Who can tell how often he offends? O cleanse me from my secret faults. Keep your servant also from presumptuous sins, lest they get the dominion over me. So shall I be undefiled and innocent of great offense. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be always acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. And going on to Psalm 20. May the Lord hear you in the day of trouble. The name of the God of Jacob defend you. Send you help from the sanctuary, and strengthen you out of Zion. Remember all your offerings, and accept your burnt sacrifice. Grant you your heart's desire, and accomplish all your plans. We will rejoice in your salvation and triumph in the name of the Lord our God. May the Lord grant all your petitions. Now I know that the Lord helps his anointed, and will answer him from his holy heaven, even with the saving strength of his right hand. Some put their trust in chariots, and some in horses, but we put our trust in the name of the Lord our God. They are brought down and fallen, but we will arise and stand upright. O Lord, save the King, and hear us when we call upon you. <clears throat> going on to Psalm 21. The King shall rejoice in your strength, O Lord. Exceedingly glad shall he be of your salvation. You have given him his heart's desire, and have not denied him the request of his lips. For you shall meet him with the blessings of goodness, and shall set a crown of pure gold upon his head. He asked you for life, and you gave it to him, length of days, for ever and ever. His honor is great because of your salvation. Glory and majesty shall you lay upon him. For you shall give him everlasting felicity, and make him glad with the joy of your countenance. For the king puts his trust in the Lord, and because of the mercy of the Most High he shall not be moved. All your enemies shall feel your hand. Your right hand shall find those who hate you. You shall make them like a fiery oven in the time of your wrath. The Lord shall destroy them in his displeasure, and the fire shall consume them. Their offspring shall you root out of the earth, and their seed from among the children of men. For they intended evil against you, and imagined wicked schemes which they are not able to perform. Therefore you shall put them to flight, and the strings of your bow you shall aim at their faces. Be exalted, O Lord, in your own strength, so we will sing and praise your power. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be world without end. Amen. 
For the first lesson, we are continuing our journey through the Apocrypha, the books in between the Old and New Testaments. And this is a reading from Ecclesiasticus, the wisdom of Jesus, son of Sirach, beginning with the 21st chapter and the first verse. Have you sinned, my child? Do so no more, but ask forgiveness for your past sins. Flee from sin as from a snake, for if you approach sin, it will bite you. Its teeth are lion's teeth, and can destroy human lives. All lawlessness is like a two-edged sword. There is no healing for the wound it inflicts. Panic and insolence will waste away riches. Thus the house of the proud will be laid waste. The prayer of the poor goes from their lips to the ears of God, and his judgment comes speedily. Those who hate reproof walk in the sinner's steps, but those who fear the Lord repent in their heart. The mighty in speech are widely known. When they slip, the sensible person knows it. Whoever builds his house with other people's money is like one who gathers stones for his burial mound. An assembly of the wicked is like a bundle of tow, and their end is a blazing fire. The way of sinners is paved with smooth stones, but at its end is the pit of Hades. Whoever keeps the law controls his thoughts, and the fulfillment of the fear of the Lord is wisdom. The one who is not clever cannot be taught, but there is a cleverness that increases bitterness. The knowledge of the wise will increase like a flood, and their counsel like a life-giving spring. The mind of a fool is like a broken jar. It can hold no knowledge. When an intelligent person hears a wise saying, he praises it and adds to it. When a fool hears it, he laughs at it and throws it behind his back. A fool's chatter is like a burden on a journey, but delight is found in the speech of the intelligent. The utterance of a sensible person is sought in the assembly, and they ponder his words in their minds. Like a house in ruins is wisdom to a fool, and to the ignorant knowledge is talk that has no meaning. To a senseless person education is fetters on his feet, and like manacles on his right hand. A fool raises his voice when he laughs, but the wise smile quietly. To the sensible person, education is like a golden ornament, and like a bracelet on the right arm. The foot of a fool rushes into a house, but an experienced person waits respectfully outside. A boar peers into the house from the door, but a cultivated person remains outside. It is ill-mannered for a person to listen at a door. The discreet would be grieved by the disgrace. The lips of babblers speak of what is not their concern, but the words of the prudent are weighed in the balance. The mind of fools is in their mouth, but the mouth of the wise is in their mind. When an ungodly person curses an adversary, he curses himself. A whisperer degrades himself and is hated in his neighborhood. Here ends the reading. Let's read the Te Deum Laudamus together. We praise you, O God. We acclaim you as Lord. All creation worships you 
the Father everlasting. To you, all angels, all the powers of heaven, the cherubim and seraphim sing in endless praise. Holy, 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 Lord God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. The glorious company of apostles praise you. The noble fellowship of prophets praise you. The white-robed army of martyrs praise you. Throughout the world, the Holy Church acclaims you. Father of majesty unbounded, your true and only Son, worthy of all praise, and the Holy Spirit, advocate and guide. You, Christ, are the King of glory, the eternal Son of the Father. When you took our flesh to set us free, you humbly chose the virgin's womb. You overcame the sting of death and opened the kingdom of heaven to all believers. You are seated at God's right hand in glory. We believe that you will come to be our judge. Come then, Lord, and help your people, bought with the price of your own blood, and bring us with your saints to glory everlasting. Save your people, Lord, and bless your inheritance. Govern and uphold them now and always. Day by day we bless you. We praise your name forever. Keep us today, Lord, from all sin. Have mercy on us, Lord, have mercy. Lord, show us your love and mercy, for we have put our trust in you. In you, Lord, is our hope. Let us never be put to shame. The second lesson is a reading from the Acts of the Apostles, beginning with the 26th chapter and the first verse. So Agrippa said to Paul, You have permission to speak for yourself. Then Paul stretched out his hand and made his defense. I consider myself fortunate that it is before you, King Agrippa, I am going to make my defense today against all the accusations of the Jews, especially because you are familiar with all the customs and controversies of the Jews. Therefore I beg you to listen to me patiently. My manner of life from my youth spent from the beginning among my own nation and in Jerusalem, is known by all the Jews. They have known for a long time, if they are willing to testify, that according to the strictest party of our religion, I have lived as a Pharisee. And now I stand here on trial because of my hope in the promise made by God to our fathers, to which our twelve tribes hope to attain, as they earnestly worship night and day. And for this hope I am accused by Jews, O king, why is it thought incredible by any of you that God raises the dead? I myself was convinced that I ought to do many things in opposing the name of Jesus of Nazareth, and I did so in Jerusalem. I not only locked up many of the saints in prison after receiving authority from the chief priests, but when they were put to death I cast my vote against them, and I punished them often in all the synagogues and tried to make them blaspheme. And in raging fury against them, I persecuted them even to foreign cities. In this connection, I journeyed to Damascus with the authority and commission of the chief priests. At midday, O king, I saw on the way a light from heaven, brighter than the sun, that shone around me and those who journeyed with me. And when we had all fallen to the ground, I heard a voice saying to me in the Hebrew language, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? It is hard for you to kick against the goads. And I said, 
Who are you, Lord? And the Lord said, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. But rise and stand upon your feet, for I have appeared to you for this purpose, to appoint you as a servant and witness to the things in which you have seen me and to those in which I will appear to you, delivering you from your people and from the Gentiles, to whom I am sending you to open their eyes, so that they may turn from darkness to light and from the power of Satan to God, that they may receive forgiveness of sins and a place among those who are sanctified by faith in me. Therefore, O King Agrippa, I was not disobedient to the heavenly vision, but declared first to those in Damascus, then in Jerusalem and throughout all the region of Judea, and also to the Gentiles, that they should repent and turn to God, performing deeds in keeping with their repentance. For this reason the Jews seized me in the temple and tried to kill me. To this day I have had the help that comes from God, and so I stand here testifying both to small and great, saying nothing but what the prophets and Moses said would come to pass, that the Christ must suffer, and that, by being the first to rise from the dead, he would proclaim light both to our people and to the Gentiles. And as he was saying these things in his defense, Festus said with a loud voice, Paul, you are out of your mind. Your great learning is driving you out of your mind. But Paul said, I am not out of my mind, most excellent Festus, but I am speaking true and rational words. For the king knows about these things, and to him I speak boldly. For I am persuaded that none of these things has escaped his notice, for this has not been done in a corner. King Agrippa, do you believe the prophets? I know that you believe. And Agrippa said to Paul, in a short time, would you persuade me to be a Christian? And Paul said, Whether short or long, I would to God that not only you, but also all who hear me this day, might become such as I am, except for these chains. Then the king rose, and the governor and Bernice and those who were sitting with them. And when they had withdrawn, they said to one another, this man is doing nothing to deserve death or imprisonment. And Agrippa said to Festus, This man could have been set free if he had not appealed to Caesar. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let's say the Benedictus together. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and in the shadow of death, 
and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Let's say the Apostles' Creed together. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and with your spirit. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show your mercy upon us, and grant us your salvation. O Lord, guide those who govern us, and lead us in the way of justice and truth. Clothe your ministers with righteousness, and let your people sing with joy. O Lord, save your people, and bless your inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord, and defend us by your mighty power. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and take not your Holy Spirit from us. The Collect of the Day for this Monday after the first Sunday in Advent. Let us pray. Almighty God, give us grace to cast away the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. Now, in the time of this mortal life in which your Son, Jesus Christ, came to visit us in great humility, that in the last day, when he shall come again in his glorious majesty, to judge both the living and the dead, we may rise to the life immortal. Through him who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. College for the Renewal of Life Let us pray. O God, the King Eternal, whose light divides the day from the night and turns the shadow of death into the morning, drive far from us all wrong desires, incline our hearts to keep your law, and guide our feet into the way of peace, that having done your will with cheerfulness during the day, we may, when night comes, rejoice to give you thanks. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. A prayer for mission. Let us pray. O God, you have made of one blood all the peoples of the earth, and sent your blessed Son to preach peace to those who are far off and to those who are near. Grant that people everywhere may seek after you and find you. Bring the nations into your fold. 
pour out your spirit upon all flesh, and hasten the coming of your kingdom. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Feel free to pause the podcast at this point to offer up your own prayers and petitions to the Lord. We'll come back together for the general thanksgiving. All right, let us say the general thanksgiving together. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for your immeasurable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies, that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to your service, and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time, with one accord, to make our common supplications to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will grant their requests. Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions, as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth, and in the age to come, life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. May the God of hope fill us with all joy and peace in believing, through the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, thank you so much for joining me here for morning prayer. Now that you have prayed with me in this service, I would love to hear your reactions, thoughts, questions, prayer requests, whatever you'd like to share. You can reach me by email at commonprayer419 at gmail.com. You can also reach me on Twitter at commonprayer419. Also, be sure to subscribe to this podcast if you have not yet done so. I'll be coming back again with evening prayer at 5 p.m. Eastern today. And I put out podcasts on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. So by subscribing, that way you'll make sure to not miss any of those uh, not miss any of those services so i will be back at 5 p.m eastern today as i mentioned with evening prayer until then this has been common prayer my name is craig kelly thank you so much for joining me god bless you and i'll see you next time